anyway, let's jump into this 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1, we're going to start with, and then we're going to jump to 8, and then go down to 31. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Uh, you know you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give to you understand that no man speaking of the Spirit of God calls Jesus a curse, that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. So we understand that these gifts that we're about to read about are given by the inspiration, by the power of, the G of Jesus through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that empowers us. He's the same spirit in the, in the word here that raised Jesus from the dead, same spirit that operated in Peter and Paul, that, that same spirit, the same Holy Spirit is operating in you today. And let's jump down to verse eight. For to one is given by the spirit, the word of wisdom, to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another, the gifts of healings by the same spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. I'll jump down to verse 31. It says, but to covet earnestly the best gifts. Earnestly covet the best gifts. So he says in the beginning, uh, concerning spiritual gifts, I don't want you to be ignorant. And then he says at the end of that chapter, to covet earnestly the best gifts. So he expects you to have some knowledge about the gifts by the time you get to the end of it. And I want to say this before we get into the gifts of healings. The, you know, the power of God uh, is what the, the Christian needs in everyday life. Uh, let me read you a scripture really quick, and then we're going to get right back into this. This is just in my heart. I want to share with you. But the, the Christian, the everyday believer... And when I say the everyday believer, I want to lump everybody into that. Every single person, the believers need to be empowered and filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. See, we never, God never intended us to walk about this earth without his power living on the inside of us for everyday life. And this power possesses you and helps you. Uh, I wouldn't say it possesses you. Let me rephrase that. This power, the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Ghost uh, you can possess that power, is better said, for your everyday life and living. It's not just only for the help and benefit of another person. I want to tell you something here. The Bible says uh, in Acts 1, he said in 5, for John truly, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples, for John truly baptized with water, but you'll be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days from now. Then in verse 8 it says, But you will receive power after the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you'll be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the earth. So that's the Great Commission. He said, Don't go until you've been empowered with the Holy Ghost. And I felt this in my heart that if God is saying to us, Now who is this, who is this scripture when he says this to the disciples, go, you, you'll be empowered, go to, in, go to, uh, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Who is that helping? Well, it's helping all those people in the cities that he named in the countries that he named. And then to everybody that's across the earth, it's a, it's to be a help to them with what, with the, the receiving power of the Holy ghost that you've received and to be able to help those people with that power. 
think about it. I'm just I'm trying to help you with this to understand it a little bit. That's why he gave us the power. He's talking to the disciples here, but it's referenced to us too, is to not go to minister to, to help other people until you've been filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. And, and this just, it came up in my heart when I was thinking about this yesterday. If he wants us to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit to help other people across the earth, anybody, this could be, and, and, and across the earth for you could be your everyday life, your job, where you work, where you, uh, where you shop, your everyday Samaria or Judea, whatever it is, that could be your place where you possess power to help other people. Well, if he wants us to be possessed with power and receive power before we go help anybody else, don't you think you need that same power for your own life to help your own life? Of course you do. You need that power. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, the spirit of the Holy Ghost to fight things off that you can't fight yourself, that you don't have the power to fight. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah 10 that he's given us an anointing, that there is an anointing and that anointing destroys the yoke. It breaks the bondage and the burden and it destroys the yoke off of our life that what ties us to things that can weigh us down. And without that anointing, which you can consider the same power, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, without that anointing, without that help, you can't do life on your own to the best of your ability. You can do it, but it's going to be a rough going. You're going to have ups and downs, ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. And you've heard me, if you've watched my show once or twice, or you've heard me ever before, you know I'm not about the ups and downs. I I would like a consistent life. You know, I, it, I may come home uh, exhausted and tired every once in a while from just a long day. But, you know, my wife, my life, my family's life, we live a consistent life. We don't get into depressions and and uh, funks, so to speak, for lack of a better term. We live a very blessed life and a consistent life. And we want to keep it that way. And, and, and yes, he's referring to helping other people and going out to be a and commissioning us to go out and help. But don't you think you need that same power for your own life? Let me answer that for you. Yes, you do. You absolutely do. So now let's look at some of these gifts that are given to those that possess this power that are used by the Holy Spirit and 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 what those gifts do. So we if you haven't listened if you haven't heard them yet, go back and listen to uh the other uh the other podcasts that I have. They're available now. Um the ones that we've we've gotten up to. I think we're post uh, we've got Almost all of them posted uh, up into number four. I think the fifth one will post uh, today or whatever day you're watching this. It may already be posted, but we're on number six now. So we've gone through so far the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the gift of faith, um, the discerning of spirit, not in this order. I'm, I'm naming them out of order that we've gone through them. But uh, let me let me go again. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge. We've gone through the discerning of spirits. We've gone through the gift of faith and we've gone through the working of miracles. So we've gone through five so far. The first three, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits. These are what would be considered the revelation gifts, gifts that reveal something. And I I encourage you to go back and listen to these. Now we're on number six, the gifts of healings. And that's the third of the, the and final a power gift, gifts that do something. And so we've already gone through the gift of faith. We've already gone through the working of miracles. Now we're going to talk about the gifts of healings. 
So the gifts of healings can be defined as spiritual and supernatural manifestation of the Holy Ghost for the purpose of recovering or removing sickness, disease, and infirmity. One more time. Is the manifestation, supernatural manifestation of the Holy Spirit for the purpose of removing sickness, disease, and infirmity. That's its sole purpose, is to remove sickness, disease, and infirmity from from one's life. Now, a reminder, this has nothing to do with medical science or learning human uh, uh, human ability of learning. You, no doctor can possess the gifts of healings that it's uh, that's talked about in First Corinthians chapter twelve uh, by going to the, a medical school learning. Now, again, this is I want to make clear: this is no way taking away from where the advancements in technology and and um, advancements in knowledge of healing anatomy uh, within the doctor's practices and things like that. I'm not taking any anything away from that. A lot of, a lot of work, training, studying has gone into uh, where we are today with uh, health and healing and um, medical advancements, things like that. We've come a long way and I'm not taking anything away from those things. But I want to be clear and make the separation that the gifts of healings is not the human learning of medical advancement or uh, medical science. That's not what the gifts of healing is. Remember, it is a supernatural gift, supernatural in nature provided from God. Uh, if, if I wrote down, if these were gifts of God, spiritual gifts, um, in other words, if the healing at a hospital or a doctor, if these were spiritual or supernatural gifts, why would they be charging us for them? It's because they're not, they, they, it takes money. It takes time to advance this technology and, and the gifts of healing. Like I said, one more time, it's the supernatural manifestation of the Holy spirit for the removing the purpose of removing sickness, disease, and infirmity in somebody's body. So Dylan, could I get healed from the power of God through the gifts of healings without a doctor involved in it? Yes. Emphatically. Yes, you could. Uh, it could take uh, it can take anybody operating with this gift. And then, now there's people that operate more frequently within the gifts of healings than others. Uh, when, as God uses somebody and that person learns to, to operate within that, God will use them more within the gifts of, within a certain gift. How do I know that? Well, if, we, if you remember the beginning of first Corinthians 12, Paul says now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. And then he goes on to say that, that, that it's about, the same spirit that operates in one thing, he operates in many of them. So if you learn these things and you covet earnestly and you begin to be knowledgeable of them, the it is it is proven scripturally that people begin to operate more in more frequently in certain gifts. It's, it happens frequently. So if you want to be used in these gifts, you want to receive from these gifts, then it, be, it would benefit you to be knowledgeable of them. And so, like I said, if, if the, if the medical advancement in science today and things like that, which I'm grateful for, uh, was a supernatural endowment from God, then there'd be no need to charge for it because you didn't put the work in to find it, find out the information, but there is work going into those things. Um, and so I just want to be clear about that. There is, uh, it is significantly different than typical medical practice. Now, let me say this too. There's a difference between 
the gifts of healings that's referred to in the 12th chapter of Corinthians. There's a, there's the gifts of healings, but then you can receive healing through faith. Uh, let me re- refer to a story to you out of Matthew 13 or Matthew eight, verse 13. Um, it's the eighth chapter of Matthew that Jesus is talking to a, a high ranking official and he says to him, Hey, you know, what, what can I do for you? Do you're, I know there's a, a child of yours that needs healing. And the man says, don't, you don't even need to come to my place of residence. You speak the word. I'll believe your word and he'll be healed. And Jesus never spoke a word to him that we can see referenced. What we see is Jesus saying to the man, uh, by your faith, I've never seen such great faith. It says in, in uh, Matthew 8 and 13, I have not seen such great faith operate in all the places that I've been. I have not seen such great faith, faith operate, not a gift, not Jesus going to lay hands on him. And he said, according to your faith, according to your faith, he'll be healed. Now, would it be possible that the man's that the operation of the gifts of healing was operating through the father. We could, we could assume that we could, uh, we could uh, imply maybe that it does, but the scripture says, Jesus said, by your faith, you'll be healed. So we see an operation of faith within the operation of believing God, healing is available to those. You know, there's reference like um, one of the study guides that I use is Kenneth E. Hagan. And he writes a story about, Oh, and it's not a story, but it's an example of his life where he was bedridden. He was um, almost to the point of being paralyzed, but he was uh, bedridden, very sick, had had heart issues. And he said he he attests uh, Mark eleven twenty four to the healing of his body, because the Bible says in Mark eleven twenty four, 24, uh, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you've received it and you'll have those things that you say. And so when you when you believe that you've received that comes by faith. And so can God heal by faith? He does. He will heal. He still will, but there's a difference in being healed by your faith and confidence in God's ability. And then the gifts of healing in operation. Oftentimes, if you study, if you take time to study and um, you know, you're taking my word for it, but I encourage you to take time to study these things and read. If you look at a lot of the references in the scripture, when people are healed a lot of times, there's a, another person being used in the midst of that healing. Another person's being used. But now the gifts of healing doesn't have to be always initiated by the person that, that is operating within that gift. For example, you remember Jesus. He was walking through the town with his uh, entourage of people. And there was a lady in Mark 5 that had an issue of blood. Well, the Bible says that she went she she trusted and believed God by faith that she would receive her healing. And so we see twofold here. She went in faith to Jesus and was by her faith received from the gift, but the gifts of healing had to be an operation because the Bible says he felt virtue flow out of him. So that, that gifts of healing had to be flowing through Jesus because he had a healing ministry. And so my point in th- is this, the gifts of healing is a supernatural uh, bestowment of healing from God supernaturally through a person to heal and uh, deliver from sickness, disease, or, or infirmity. 
And we can see this in many ways. The Bible says the uh, Jesus healed the maimed. If you go back and look at some of the uh, the book writings of John uh, and the amount of things that Jesus healed, he healed the maimed. Well, maimed, uh, you know, I would assume means maybe a limb cut off or um, something. And we can even reference Jesus where Peter cuts the ear of the soldier off. And Jesus, uh, Peter, yeah, I said that right. Peter cuts the ear of the soldier off. I, I thought I said Jesus cuts the soldier's ear off. But Peter cuts the ear of the soldier off uh, and and Jesus heals that man's ear. So that's a supernatural restoration of body parts and limbs. So this operation of gifts of healings operates in, a, in many facets. There's many different ways. You know, not only is it sickness internally, but it can be external things that you can physically see based on references in the scripture that we see. And so in studying this, reading through Howard Carter's book, Kenneth E. Hagen's and Lester Summerall's uh, teachings on these gifts of the healing, uh, the gifts of healings, you see it's plural, gifts of healings. And there's only one other one, one of the, one other nine gifts that refers to it being plural, and that's tongues, tongues being plural. Uh, but the gifts of healings is plural, and, and they explained it like this, that you take like a fruit, like grapes, and there's multiple grapes on one vine. And you pull that grape, like you go to the store, you've got one heaping pile of grapes that's on one stem and there's multiple grapes on it. But this is a similar, this would be, would be similar to how the gifts of healing work. There's multiple facets of healings that operate within the gifts. That's why there's plural that gifts of healing could work for any type of healing. You know, what it, whether it be a, a, a sickness in, in like that you have like a cold or, you know, it be COVID, whatever, you know, you could relate it to d- today's sicknesses in our society, but then you, you can look at it from a natural standpoint when you can physically see an ailment with somebody, if they have a deformed body part, if they are paralyzed in any capacity, can this gift heal any part of any disease, any sickness? Yes. The gifts of healing operates in any capacity to heal. And remember this, that these gifts are made to glorify God. They're, they're not used so that you can boast in how great these gifts are. That's why they're willed by God. He gives to who he desires to give to. Amen. Well, we're going through a lot this morning, but we're getting, we're chugging through. I want to give you a quick example, an experience that I had in this. Now I have never had multiple experiences with healing. Um, I've, I haven't had a lot of problem. My wife not makes fun of me, but she has mentioned, she's like, you know, you never get sick. I, I, we, I could probably count on one hand. How many times I've been sick in my life and I could probably count on, I think I've only been had a cold or like a sickness once or twice, maybe three times in the past 10 years. I just don't get sick. And well, don't say that Dylan, you know, you'll jinx yourself. Listen, I don't believe in any of that stuff. I believe what the word of God says. I believe I'll have what I say. And I just, I'm just telling you what the reality has been. I just don't get sick often. Well, um, quick testimony. I've, I haven't shared this with many people. I've shared it with a few close people and friends that I know, but I had um, a supernatural miracle and a he- I believe it was the working of miracles and the gifts of healing and the word of knowledge take place in one moment. So I was watching, I've got, you know, at my desk, I've got some screens set up that I'm able to work on my computer. Like I've got my computer right here, but then I've got some screens up that I can do other, have other things up like music or a video and kind of be working on something and have something playing in the background. Well, uh, this was taking place 
this was uh, this was last year. So this was in November of last year. Um, I'm working in my office. Well, to back up a little bit, I I got test I tested positive for COVID in July of 2021, and uh, I. It wasn't that bad. I had a quarantine for the week because my company said and all this kind of stuff. So I did that. And in the, the the room that week, I had one really bad day with a bad headache and um, I had a bad fever. The rest of the time wasn't too bad. But after that week, I noticed I lost my taste for several weeks. And it took until like August, mid-August to get my taste back. But I started noticing something. You'll like this. This will bless you. I noticed something started happening frequently and it started at night that once I got my taste and my smell back things tasted smelled differently than they normally do which is a symptom of COVID and um, I noticed that I would wake up in the middle of the night like smelling smoke cigarette type smoke almost as if someone was puffing a cigarette and then blowing the smoke directly into my nose that's what this that's the only way I can give you the example of what it's what the feeling and smell was and and you know that feeling if you if you walk by somebody that's smoking a cigarette and you get you inhale a lot of it it kind of chokes you up a little that was happening to me frequently so much so that I woke up this is talking about last year August September October last year so much so that I I would woke it would wake my wife up and she's like what's going on are you all right and then it started happening more frequently where it happened four or five times a week and it would happen while I was driving my car and it would choke me up. I would get teary eyed. I'd cough. I mean, it literally felt like someone was blowing cigarette smoke in my nose and it was the most irritating thing. And I brought it to God. I, I was in confidence and faith that it would go, but it just, it lingered. It just kept happening for probably three to four months. And I just started living with it. And I was like, you know what? This stupid COVID thing, this is ridiculous. So one day I'm sitting at my computer. I think I was like studying for a, a podcast or something. I don't know. But I was sitting at my desk doing something. Maybe I was working uh, with my other job that I had or something. I'm sitting at my desk, and I, uh, a friend of mine, my friend, my dear friend Kayla, my best friend's wife Kayla, she tells me about somebody uh, probably in August September that had a podcast, and, and I was doing a podcast uh, at that time. And she tells me about somebody else that was doing a podcast. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, let me see who he sits under and this because I, I want to make sure everybody's legit and this kind of thing. I said, I'll take a listen to him and see what he how he does and this kind of thing. And so I I listened to a couple of his stuff, but I didn't really I, I, I maybe watched listened to one or two podcasts over the three or four months. So November comes along, and I've got uh, a, a, a Dr. Rodney Rodney Howard Brown. He's got the stand that's ongoing and he has multiple different preachers. Well, I, I didn't really listen to it, but he, it was on Facebook and I saw that the individual that I had started listening to on a podcast that uh, Kayla recommended to me, uh, I, he was preaching there. I said, oh, this would be a great opportunity to really listen to how he preaches and what he does because his podcast is like 10 minutes and you don't really get a good uh, sense of who the guy is. So he he. So he's preaching on on this uh, on this uh, on the stage, and he's ministering. And I'm not really paying attention. I'm reading, studying, doing something at my desk, same type of desk here. And he's preaching about. I don't even know what he was preaching about. But all of a sudden, he goes, "Hey," he goes, "If if you're watching live, listen to me now." He says, "You're this is for you. You're you're sitting in an office right now. You're studying. You're sitting at your desk doing some work, and it caught my attention." 
And so I looked over at the screen and I started paying attention, kind of like this, kind of like I'm doing this right here. And then I look over at the screen like this and he goes, he goes, he goes, the Lord's telling me something. He said, you're sitting in an office chair right now. You're in your office sitting. And I actually, I was sitting, I'm not going to do it right now, but I was sitting kind of leaned back with my feet laying like this on the desk. And I turned and I had my note or something. I was whatever I was working on uh, kind of sitting right next to me. And I had my legs up like this. He said, you have your legs up on your desk and you're sitting in your office chair doing some work. He said, this Lord's speaking to me right now that you're having some symptoms in your nose, smelling symptoms, and it may be re- some lingering uh, symptoms from COVID that you've been dealing with ongoing. And uh, I want you to know the Lord's going to heal you right now. And clear, I, I, you know, I was like, man, he, that sounds like me. So clearly the word of knowledge was in operation in that moment. And let me tell you, I haven't listened to the guy since I haven't pulled up any of his stuff since then. But my point is I'm, I'm sitting there and the word of knowledge operates. We remember we talked about what the word of knowledge is past and present. And he says, you're sitting in a chair. This is happening in your nose. You're having these, these issues. Well, since that moment, I have never once had that smell that any of that stuff happened to me ever since then. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But here's the cool part. We're talking about the gifts of healings. That operation happened through the spirit realm. He didn't lay his hands on me or anything like that, but I received, I've been believing God by faith. I received the, that gifts of healings is an operation supernaturally removed that symptom, whatever was going on. It even happened one time. I, I it was a couple weeks later after that. I walk outside with my wife, and I'm I, I got a huge scent of cigarette smoke, and I'm thinking uh, as soon as I smelled it, I went I went Oh no, devil! You're not taking this from me. I've received my healing, and I I just look at my wife. I go Hey, do you smell cigarette smoke? She goes Oh yeah, someone's smoking out here. So I was like Oh praise God! I'm not just smelling things on my own. You know, not praise God that somebody's smoking, but you get the idea. So that's the, in the operation of the gifts of healings in operation. That was just a a cool thing that happened to me that I give all the praise and glory to God for. But this is the gifts of healing in operations for today. Say this out loud, say the gifts of healings and all of the nine gifts are in operation today. And they're for me to use for the benefit of others. Amen. And just believe that he'll use you in it. Continue to study and learn these things. Go back and listen to the other ones I've got. And I'll have all nine available on my podcast. And and be empowered with these things so God can use you to reach other people. Amen. Well, thank you everybody that joined this morning. Don't forget to like and share the post. Let me greet everybody that's on. I haven't haven't even said hi to everybody. Ruth, I see that you're on with me. Thanks for joining. I appreciate you being, being here with me this morning, being live with me. Donnie, good to see you, brother. I, you know, I, I see your guys' comments. They they come takes time stuff some of these to come through. Donnie, good to see you, brother. Amen, brother. I'm glad you're feeling better. The healing of the Lord's working inside of you. Mandy, good to see you. Jared, love you guys. Hope you guys are doing well. Victoria, I love you. Thank you for being on with me. Bess, good to see you this morning. Hope you're doing well. Billy, love you, man. Claudette, good to see you. Hey, Willie, good to see you, man. Love you. Thanks for being on with me. And if you joined, you didn't comment or I missed your comment. I apologize. It was not intentional. But thank you guys so much for joining with me. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube. 
hit the share button on your on the Facebook post as well, and hit the like button uh, and and uh, share the post if you can. If you don't mind, screenshot it, tag Get Up with God on whatever platform you're on. It'll get to the right place. But I love you so much. Be blessed today. Stay strong in the Lord. He's faithful. He's a good God, and be consistent in the things of God. I'll see you on the next morning broadcast. Love you so much. Talk to you soon.